0: Drive Time Devotions is a Saddleback Church podcast. We want to invite you to one of our weekend services. Visit us online at saddleback.com for locations and service times in your area. Please visit us this weekend. Welcome to day four of 2 Timothy chapter three. We're going to focus on verses 14 to 17 today. Some of my favorite verses in this chapter and this incredible book. Verses about God's word and how his word can make a difference in my life and in inner life in a daily way. We're going to really focus on these verses the next couple of days. Today, let me read 14 to 17, and I want to focus on one concept, one idea, one miracle that is in these verses, 14 to 17. But as for you, continue in what you've learned and have become convinced of, because you know those from whom you learned it, and how from infancy you have known the holy scriptures, which are able to make you wise for salvation through faith in Christ Jesus. All scripture is God-breathed and is useful for teaching, rebuking, Correcting and training in righteousness, so that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work. Now, these are verses about God's word and what it does in our lives. But before we get into these verses about what God's word does in our lives, as you read these as a parent, those of you that are parents, at the beginning, Paul talks to Timothy about how from infancy he had known the Holy Scriptures. There had been something that happened in Timothy's life that had prepared him for a life of service. And I think when parents read this, we ask ourselves, how do I teach my, my children scripture from childhood? Let me tell you two ways you can do that. Tell them the stories. Tell them the stories of the Bible. One-year-old, two-year-old, be telling them those stories. It's amazing how they'll begin to memorize those stories and take them into their life. The faith stories of how God worked in Moses' life and Daniel's life and in Peter's life and Jesus' life and Paul's life. As you tell those stories... They begin to grip a child's heart. You tell them the stories, and then you live out the truth. You live out the truth in your own life. You are, you are in a very real sense, a Bible that your children are reading day by day by day. And to tell them the stories, to talk about the Bible but not live it out, that's giving them a mixed message. So you tell them the stories, and you live out the truth in your own life because you realize, and I realize, that God's Word can change everything. God's word can change a character, it can change a marriage, it can change a direction in life, it can change a purpose in life, it can change an eternity. Why? Why is it that God's word is so powerful? We recognize it when we read it. We see it when a verse, maybe when a pastor's talking about it or I read it in a daily time with God, when a verse jumps out at me and it just changes my perspective, it sets my whole world on right-ended. How is God's word able to do that? It's able to do that because of what God says in verse 16. All scripture is God-breathed. God's word is powerful, and this is the word I want to focus on today because God's word is inspired. That's what that word means, God-breathed, inspired. in breathed. literally, is what that idea is. God-breathed life into his word. God-breathed truth into his word. And when I read it, I get his life back out. It is a life-giving book because it is an inspired book. Now, you've heard this, and I want you to understand this because this is the main scripture that talks about the inspiration of scripture. What does it mean when we say that the Bible is inspired? Inspiration. Inspiration is the process through which God gave us the Bible. God worked in the hearts of human writers to inspire them to write down his words. God's words written through these people, they are perfect, they're infallible, they are trustworthy, they're inspired. here's why this is so important. If what I read in the Bible are only the ideas of men, I can just take it or leave it. But once I am convinced that God said these words, God breathed these words, then what I read takes on a ring of authority like never before. Understanding this word, inspiration, multiplies your confidence in the Bible. So what does it mean when we say the Bible is inspired? You and I, we're bombarded with words every single day. And those words have varying degrees of authority behind them. Just a picture. Suppose you're driving down the road and you see a billboard that says, pull off at the next off-ramp. You might pull off. You might not pull off. It's an invitation. You see it that way. But let's say you're driving down the same road and you see a flashing light in your rearview mirror, and you hear a voice from a police car behind you saying, pull off at the next off-ramp, you'd respond a little bit differently. It has a different kind of authority. The word inspired, the word God breathed, it's saying to us that of all the voices that you and I hear calling to us each day, none speaks with more authority than the Bible. That's the truth behind this doctrine of inspiration because God said it. And because he knows and controls everything, each word in the Bible has this immeasurable authority behind it. Norman Geisler, a theologian, has defined it this way. Inspiration, quote, inspiration does not mean simply that the writer felt enthusiastic like Handel composing the Messiah, nor does it mean that the writings are necessarily inspiring like some uplifting poem, although they often are. As a process, it refers to the writers and the writings being controlled by God. And as a product, it refers to the writings only as documents that are God's message, end quote. What does it mean that God's word is inspired? How does that increase my confidence in the Bible? Inspiration, let me just tell you two or three things that will just tremendously impact your confidence in the Bible. Number one, inspiration means that God wrote the Bible through people. No prophecy ever came from what a person wanted to say, but people led by the Holy Spirit spoke words from God. That's what Peter says in 2 Peter 1.21. Now, the exact details of how God inspired the Bible are a matter of great discussion and conjecture. But one thing is obvious as you read the Bible. He didn't use people as robots. You can clearly see people's personalities and passions and circumstances in what they wrote. God, God, he did this miracle of creating a perfect Bible through real people, fallible people. Just write this down in your mind. He didn't just use them externally. He moved them internally to create a word that will last eternally. Now, if you're thinking, how could God do that? How in the world could God create something perfect through an imperfect human being? I just remind you that Jesus was born into this world through a faith-filled but imperfect woman by the name of Mary. And Jesus was and is certainly perfect. That's the miracle of what only God can do. Inspiration means God wrote the Bible through people. Number two, inspiration means that the Holy Spirit is the author. The the scripture had to be fulfilled which the Holy Spirit spoke long ago, Acts 1.16 says. The Holy Spirit spoke the truth, Acts 28.25 says. Who wrote the Bible? God did. He worked through people, but ultimately God is the author. That's what God breathed means. The fact that God created a perfect book through so many imperfect people, is one of his greatest miracles, I believe. Splitting the Red Sea? Nothing compared with that. Now, it's true that some books and some portions of the Bible are going to be more personally inspiring to you than others, but that does not change the fact that all the Bible is inspired. And Augustine, the ancient theologian, gave us a clear warning of the danger when we start to decide which parts of the Bible are inspired. He said, If you believe what you like in the gospel and reject what you don't like, it's not the gospel you believe, but yourself. So God's the author. I can trust it. So that means number three, the third thing. Inspiration means that God's word is to be our final authority. Understanding this word, God breathed inspiration, it just increases my confidence in God's truth. That The truth behind inspiration is that I can trust God's word above my feelings, above my values, above my opinions, above my culture. J.I. Packer defines this authority from God's word as treating his word as having decisive force for your life. You know what that means? That means that whenever there's a conflict between what the Bible says and the way I feel or the way I've been taught or the opinions of others or what seems reasonable to me, whenever I have a difference of opinion with the Bible for any reason, The Bible's always right, not because God has to be right. He just is right. He is God. He knows everything. Sometimes when it comes to letting the word of God lead you and following God's word in your life, you'll hear a person say that it's closed-minded to accept the Bible as authoritative truth. You got to be open to all truth. Why would you focus just on God's truth? Belief in the authority of the Bible is not being closed-minded. It's being right-minded. It's not closed-minded to say that on a compass there's only one true north, that on a map there's only one geographical location for your destination. God inspired the Bible. And since he inspired it, it is not closed-minded to say that it has the final say in our lives. C.H. Spurgeon, the preacher, one time said, I would recommend you either believe God up to the hilt or else not believe God's word at all. Believe this book of God, every letter of it, or else reject it. There's no logical standing place between the two. Be satisfied with nothing less than a faith that swims in the depths of divine revelation. That's what it means to accept God's word as God breathed, as inspired. That's why we do drive time devotions, because God's word has changed my life. God's word can change your life and will continue to change it day by day by day. Let's talk to him together. As you pray, just say, Father, today I reaffirm my faith in your word. I want a faith that swims in the depths of your truth. So I pray that you would enable me not just to talk about the authority of your word, but also to live that truth in my life. Help me to see right now where it is that your word is calling me to act and to change. And I pray that you'd give me the faith to take you at your word. And I ask this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Tomorrow we're going to focus again on these verses, and we're going to see the awesome impact that the inspiration of the Bible makes on our daily lives.